Hello friends. Depending on how you're counting, this is our 100th episode. So, of course, there are technical difficulties. I re-recorded some of my sound, so you might notice some discrepancy there. It's also kind of a short episode, so I'm attaching one of our Kaiju Go interviews to the end of it. So, when it sounds like the episode's over, keep listening. There's more coming. Thank you for being here for what is actually more than 100 episodes. And keep listening for more. One, two, three, four. Monster Movie. Funtime Go! Monster Movie. Funtime Go! Monster Movie. Funtime Go! Monster Movie. Funtime Go! With Precious D and Honey Bee. Funtime Go! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> Hi, I'm Precious D. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hi. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. Take two. <laughs> Hello, I'm Precious D. And I'm Honey Bee. And we are two best friends who are making our way through the history of kaiju movies. Ooh wee. <laughs> Tell us when we started. We started in with okay. We started with 1933's King Kong, and we're making our way chronologically through the history of kaiju movies. So join us each week, my friends, <laughs> where you're sure to get a smile here on Monster Isle, or Infant Isle, or Kong Skull Island. <laughs> Yeah, join us, you little monsters. And you can also check out our Patreon for bonus content at patreon.com slash MMFTG. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll <laughs> stitch that together into something. <laughs> <clears throat> What's the movie we're doing? Turbo? Turbo. Let me get look it up. Beep, 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 beep. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I noticed at one point he did four of them. I'm like, oh, serious. <laughs> Dang, that's, yeah. That is a uh, trouble is happening. Maybe it was even five. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. I am one of your hosts, Precious D. And I am the other one of your hosts, Honey Bee. Honey Bee, depending on how you're counting, this is our 100th episode. Eee! 
explain that to the well, folks. <laughs> this is our 100th regular episode. Right. We've had multiple bonus episodes and two October horror marathons. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we're really 170 something episodes. But, but this is episode number 100. And to celebrate that. <laughs> is that what you're going to call it? <laughs> we are doing Turbo colon a Power Rangers movie. You could have just your... said Turbo colon and that would have worked too. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just if kidding. If this is your first time joining us, we are two best friends making our way through the history of kaiju movies, starting with 1933's King Kong, and now we're up to 97 with this so-called movie. I mean, it's right there in the title, Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Yes, but it is a Power so which Rangers basically movie. means that I loved it and you hated it. You what? Yeah, I, oh my gosh! I liked it. Less this was like when okay, what ninety ninety seven? So I was like six, and this was like a Marvel movie to my <laughs> six year old brain. There's so much action in this movie. There's so much going on. <laughs> when you're six, it's like whoa, wow, holy bananas! But then like watching it now, I'm just like. This is hilarious. See, I found it to have remarkably less action what? than the other one compared to the other movie. The other one starts off with them, you know, jumping out of an airplane, doing right, some right, rollerblading. Right. <laughs> this one, there just seemed to be a lot of standing around. And, you know, I didn't love the other one, but at least there was some stuff going on. This one did seem very much like just an episode. The other one was in its own separate continuity. This one was just setting up the next season. Watching it, and as I'm watching it, I'm like remembering it and remembering things like, oh my gosh, so crazy. But it wasn't like whatever the other movie was. Traumatic? Yeah, it was not traumatic <laughs> like the other one. When you remembered that you'd seen it? Yeah. No, it was. I already knew that I had seen it and had already, you know, but it was good. It was good in like that way, you know, when you see something as a kid and you're you grow up with it, it's like even if it's horrible, it's still just like it feels good to revisit, I guess. Yeah. No, I understand. That's Sid Marty Croft for me. But uh all right, let's get into the plot of this thing. <laughs> On the planet Liaria, a wizard named Laragot is being hunted down by Divatox, an intergalactic space pirate who is very presentationally dressed. Yes, she is. She has like body chains and shit. I was like, damn, this outfit is cute, girl. Um, yeah, she's got an interesting um, face mask. Thing. It's mm-hmm. not quite an eye patch, but it. Yeah, like Phantom of the Opera type situation. Cover task for her face may or may not be cybernetic. It's not Mm -hmm. clear. Mm -hmm. Um, I was checking out her Instagram. She's got one that she... (laughs) 
<laughs> she was uh, posting recent pictures of her with that mask on. Aw, so. cute. Uh, but yeah, it's quite an outfit. You should check it out. Uh, anyway, she is seeking his golden key to traverse an interdimensional gateway and enter into matrimony with Malagor, an imprisoned demon who promises her riches and power. Uh, yeah, she's very horny for Malagor. Yeah, I just, it's kind of like, um, I guess, like a kid's version of like a gold digger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like she just wants his powers yeah. and riches. Though she does keep calling him my beloved and my betrothed. And all yeah, but I think it's stuff. like in a patronizing way. Yeah. It's not like in a. But like we never actual... see his side of this whole situation. Yeah, because he's like locked up in the volcano or some shit. Yeah, we don't see him in prison pining for her or anything. Like, <laughs> oh, when will she come for me? Because it turns out he's just some monster thing. Yeah, I really liked doesn't him. Doesn't really seem aware of her. Yeah. I loved it's the way he looked. It's a one-sided relationship, I think. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I guess like because she marries him, then she's going to acquire his powers. I don't understand why she had to marry him, but I think it's just like kid shit. Like, so kids will (laughs) be able to follow along or something. I don't know. Uh, Larago escapes Divatox's forces and travels to earth in search of, in search of Zordon and his friend alpha five, but arrives in Africa by accident, weakened by the sun's ultraviolet rays. I didn't catch that. That's what was going on. You didn't? No. They They say it several times, yeah. Larago meets a tribe of chimpanzees and wanders off with them. This is so cute. The little chimpanzee tribe, like, coming and taking his hand. And, like, they're all, like, kind of walking him. And it's so funny because when they, like, the camera's behind them and they're all walking forward. And a few of them turn back and, like, look at the camera, (laughs) you know. And it's because they're chimpanzees yeah. and like doing the thing like they're like am i doing it right like am i doing the thing like don't look at the camera keep going you're good take the puppet go 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 uh meanwhile Divatox heads to earth in pursuit in angel grove rocky DeSantos, adam park and tommy oliver are training for a charity fighting competition to save the youth shelter so they're doing a charity event again yeah because they're the Power Rangers. But nobody knows they're the Power well, well, yeah, but that's not... They don't have to know. That's not why you do charity. Oh, oh I see. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying they're they're not using their celebrity... Oh, no, no, no. ...bring in donations. No, they're just doing good deeds. Which they could do, I would think. Yeah, I, I thought... I don't know. It might be against the rules. They seem to only be able to... Their code. ...change to... You know, they... <laughs> The, the fights have to escalate, and the bad guy has to escalate it. Mm-hmm. So first you fight out of costume, then you fight in costume, then you summon the Zords, then you assemble the Zords <laughs> into the Megazord. So maybe you can't just change into costume to make an appearance at a charity event. Yeah. But it seems like if you could, you'd raise some extra money. So uh, this uh, this is so lame, though. Rocky accidentally injures his back. Yeah, it's hilarious. Lame attack and flying out of the ring. Yeah, it's so funny. Instantly taken out of the movie. It's so funny how he like does this kick and then just flies through the air out of the ring. (laughs) It's hilarious. 
Catherine Hillard and Tanya Sloan arrive with Justin Stewart, a kid who admires Rocky and frequents the shelter. Uh, frequents the shelter? Lives at the shelter? Yeah. His mom died and yeah. his dad, like, whatever. It, but No, there's a weird thing about it. He's like, oh, my dad's up north? Yeah. He just left town? It's very unclear. Maybe maybe the kid has constructed this story in his head. Mm. I think his father's abandoned him. Yeah. But he seems to have the idea his dad's up north trying to get his shit together so he can come back for him. Maybe he's in rehab. Maybe. But there's this scene where all the shelter kids are, like, on the bus, and the girls are, you know, like the grown-ups on the bus, like, taking care of them. And they sing Row, Row, Row Your Boat. 17 times. And they do it wrong. What do you mean? When you're singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat, in a, this was bugging the hell out of me. When you're singing it in a group like that, you should be singing it as a round. Oh. They've got a <laughs> shit ton of people there. And they're all just singing it together instead of breaking it up into sections and doing <laughs> it as a round. Because that's the fun of doing that song with that many people. Oh, okay. So That is... It was really annoying me that they couldn't even get that. <laughs> it was just annoying that like they're like doing it over and over like the same. It's like a five second song, right? right. Over and over. And then she's like, what is his name? Timmy, Tommy, yeah. Timmy, Jimmy. What is his name? Um, the little boy. <laughs> Justin. Justin. <laughs> Justin. She's like, Justin, are you okay? Why aren't you singing? I know you know the words. And I'm like, bitch, even if he didn't know the words, he would have picked him yeah. up because we have sang this song yeah. so many goddamn times. But, that, but that's my whole point, that it's a short and simple song, but the but what makes it more complicated like fun. is when you layer yeah. it like that. And with that many people, <laughs> they could have four or five different layers going. And that would have made it more fun and interesting and engaging. And instead, they're just singing it straight. Over and way. over. Yes. And, over and that's the only reason to sing over. it that many times is because you're adding a new layer each time. Like, can't you sing a longer song or maybe <laughs> pick? Like, we're just going to the whole fucking bus ride. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. So, uh, as Rocky is rushed to the hospital, Justin follows the group and learns they are Power Rangers. <laughs> he, he somehow, oh, he comes in. So they take Rocky and he's they admit him into the hospital and put him in a bed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the other ones, I don't know what they're doing, filling out paperwork or something. Yeah, they go, they go get him flowers and balloons yeah. and so stuff. So the kid comes in first while no one else is around. Mm-hmm. Hides under the bed. Well, he's like drops something. Yeah, he's he, well, he's like you know sleeping. Rocky's like his eyes are closed, and he's like, and he like comes in, and he's kind of looking at him like Rocky, and then the other people start coming in, and he like jumps under the bed and yeah, like hides. Which was weird. He didn't need to. Yeah. Except that he needed to overhear their conversation. Uh huh. So he's under the bed when they're talking about being Power Rangers. And when they zoom off, <laughs> when they teleport off. So then he comes out and he's like, "You're Power Rangers." And Rocky's like, oh, you heard all that? Shucks. So Zordon sends Tommy and Catherine to search for Larigo. They manage to find him and return to the power chamber. Searching for two human sacrifices to revive Malagor, <laughs> Diva Tox's nephew. Question Elgar. mark. <laughs> Elgar is a dude in a big, you know, foam mask thing mm-hmm. that doesn't look 
really human, but he's her nephew. But he does have those Cardi B nails. <laughs> click, clack, click, clack. Uh, anyway, Elgar abducts Farkas Bulk, Bulkmeyer and Eugene Skull Skullovich. Why couldn't they just say Bulk and Skull? But Divatox rejects them for not being pure of heart. And then makes their hair turn gray and mm-hmm. turns them German? When did that happen? Did it happen off camera? Yeah, it, it happened scene? off. Yeah, I guess so. We'll get to that in a minute. It was weird. It was uh, so funny. Upon finding Kimberly Hart and Jason Lee Scott, who are scuba diving nearby, Divatox captures them. So there's a thing that's... Tommy now seems to be dating... I guess he only dates Pink Rangers. Why do you think he's dating? He seems to be dating the new Pink Ranger. Why? Why? It's very, why do you it's think very that? subtle. There's something that was going on between them. I don't remember exactly what it was. When he saved but her from the seems, Python? Yeah. hey It seems like... There's an implication, but they never come out and say it, that he was dating Kimberly, and then she went off to whatever, do whatever, mm-hmm. and now he's dating the new Pink Ranger. And I guess on the TV show, we must have seen her get brought in. Mm-hmm. She's Australian. Mm-hmm. But then there is a moment when Kimberly shows up, and it's kind of like, <gasps> my ex, who I still kind of love. Oh, no, I never I got that he was her. dating the new girl. Yeah. They were just like doing the thing, and like he was like... Being a good person, being a good friend, and like helping her out, but I never thought they were I dating. Think they were trying to create some sort of tension, but not anything that would actually go anywhere. Mm. Anyway, uh, Divatox captures them. While recovering, Larigo is contacted by Divatox, who has captured his family and demands he surrender himself. Yeah, so they find uh, Largo on the in Africa. And but they first fight a python and then fall into a rushing waters. But for some reason, Cat, like she when she's falling, and of course, if you've seen the Power Rangers, you know anytime they jump or anytime they fall, it's in like slow motion. And uh, when she falls, she does the like Pink Ranger and like turns into like you see her change into her like Pink Ranger uniform. But when Mm -hmm. she hits the water, it doesn't work for some reason. Maybe it, it's part way. I think she hits the water before the transformation's complete. So yeah, I guess so. It, so it breaks it, and, and then it. she can't swim. I guess not. You're a Power Ranger. You can't swim. She relies on the powers too much. I guess so. Because then she's like, and Tommy has to just after he fights the freaking anaconda or whatever it is, has to jump in and then like save her. I was just like, you're a. You're a power ranger. Why are, so what I've do you mean? The, I've seen this idea a couple times in the comic books of Superman needing to train to fight. That, mm. he, that he shouldn't rely on his powers. Yeah. Because one, he sometimes loses them. And two, if he runs into somebody who's as powerful as him, mm. he needs to know how to actually fight. Fight, Yeah. And not just count on everything bouncing off of him mm-hmm. or being able to pick up and throw whatever the problem is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe these Power Rangers have not spent enough time. Mm. Well, some of them are doing martial arts competitions, but then True. getting injured and taken out of the game. Yeah. I was just like, I just thought it was not very believable that a Power Ranger couldn't swim. Yeah. Like, come on. Come on, cat. But isn't time Get your shit together. Isn't that, She's, yeah. Isn't that part of what I'm thinking of why they were a thing. 
Yeah, but I, I'm just like, eh, the new girl. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Uh, I should mention this is this summary is off of Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. So, uh, Divatox uses also uses Kimberly and Jason to pressure the Rangers. At the exchange site, Elgar tricks the Rangers and captures Larigo. Oh, also, Divatox's like submarine is so cool. Yeah. Like the sharky submarine. Yeah. So cool. She spends most of the movie on one set, mm-hmm. which is that submarine. But then later we find out she's afraid of water also, which I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're just... Why the hell you been? Well, she's described as a space pirate, though. Oh, so yeah, you're normally, right. Maybe normally that's a spaceship. Mm-hmm. That can also be a submarine. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you know, as far as the Power <laughs> Rangers can make sense. <laughs> um, oh, also, I was looking her up, and... She's Divatox in this, mm-hmm. but then for the first, I don't know, 20, 25 episodes of the following season, somebody else is Divatox. Oh. And then she comes back for the next batch. Oh. So I haven't looked up those episodes and compared the two mm-hmm. or compared their costumes. I don't, <laughs> know the, I don't know if the movie costume is spicier than the TV costume. That's so spice. Zordon and Alpha create new powers for the Rangers to defeat Divatox because they need to have new costumes so they can sell new toys. <laughs> With these new turbo powers and new vehicular <laughs> turbo zords, I agree. When the zords show up, somebody's like, those are just cars. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, you're right. They're, no, they are turbo cars. No, no, dude, they're just cars. This is lame. It's very lame. Aww, uh, I liked it. You like them better than a mechanical mastodon and saber-toothed tiger? I just thought it was like, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was, I didn't think it was like, I mean, yeah, that stuff is cooler, but like whenever it turns into the huge, giant, transformer looking. Now that part I did appreciate. Yeah, it was cool. The the CGI, just the CGI in the previous movie was shit. Mm-hmm. And they wisely went back to dudes in suits mm-hmm. fighting on a set. Uh, the Rangers travel across the desert to a ship called the Ghost Galleon. This is so weird. Zardon, is that his name? Zardon? Mm-hmm. Just is like, hey, there's a Ghost Galleon <laughs> that, that I just happen to know about. Go find it and that'll help you. Get, oh, there's a whole not Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. What were they calling it? Mm, I don't remember. There's some dimensional thing going on that is sort of a Bermuda Triangle, but there, but it's some other thing. Mm-hmm. They're calling it the Devil's Triangle or the Demon Triangle or something. So they need this ghost galleon to be able to access it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And did we just talk about how Largo has a wife and kid? Yeah. Okay. And- she kidnapped the family. Yeah. Force him to surrender. The little baby. So creepy. <laughs> so cute. Uh, so we do, we see this. They do this bit where they're showing us a new power, a new Blue Ranger, but they won't show us his face at first. Mm-hmm. And Zardo's like, yes, you will be the new Blue Ranger. and Go mm-hmm. join the others now. And then uh, as they're checking out their Zords, another... The blue one pulls up. Pulling yeah. up and gets out, and it's the damn kid, um, Justin. So they're joined by Justin, who has received Rocky's Blue Ranger powers 
while Rocky is recovering in the hospital. On Divatox's submarine, Jason and Kimberly come up with a plan to escape, but though Bulk, Skull, and Kimberly escape the sub, Jason is trapped and left behind. Yeah, so at this point, Bulk and Skull are like... They've somehow... <laughs> she's done something to their brains. Yeah. Their hair is gray, gray. or white. But or... it's like, obviously, that like spray hair yes. stuff from like Walgreens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're speaking in German accents, and they don't know who they are, and they don't recognize mm-hmm. Kimberly and what's his name. But we don't see this happen to them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what... There must be a deleted scene. So yeah, there's a whole thing where he thinks, um, Jason thinks that if we should just open up a hole in the side of the ship and we can escape that way, mm-hmm. he doesn't know how far down they are and whether mm-hmm. or not that's going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he ends up getting left behind. He, um, they close the emergency. Of course, once this happens, they're like, oh, no, the ship's leaking. <laughs> it takes them a while to figure out where it is. And they're like, well, shut the emergency hatch. So he gets caught inside while the others escape. After Divatox and the Rangers traverse the Nemesis Triangle. There, there you go. And reach the island where Malagor is. Divatox torpedoes the ghost galleon. When we first see the ship, it is all ghosted up. Mm-hmm. But once they get in it start traveling it looks fine yeah it's all cleaned up uh kimberly oh there's also a fight at one point some putty equivalents storm the ship and get their butts kicked and yeah uh, the last one just jumps over it's yeah tommy's like boo and he's like splash uh kimberly is recaptured and brought to Divatox by the tribal natives of the island who were problematic, uh, who worship Malagor as their god. They were very much racial stereotypes. Well, they were not in blackface, so that's... No, but they... That's a step up from some of the movies that we've seen with the natives. but they were some, you know, uh, some movie dude's idea of what natives are not with, you know, no actual research about anything. I just, I just, I was uncomfortable. <laughs> At the temple in the volcano, the rangers fail to free Jason and Kimberly before they are possessed by Malagor. They throw them down a pit or something, and they come back up with glowing red eyes and and like really deep raspy voices. Yeah. <laughs> like Kimberly's like usually talks like this, and then she's like, I don't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> and they attack the rangers mercilessly. So this is where we get that. Uh, well, when when um, what's his name? When Tommy first sees Kimberly, he mm-hmm. he has the biggest reaction. He's like Kimberly, and then at one point he takes his mask off and he's like Kimberly. It's look me, at me. Tommy. It's me. I love so I you. That's yeah. That's the implication that they used to be something, and that he's the one that has to try to get her out of it. Yeah, because why him? Why not all of them? Why not? He's anyone? also kind of like the ringleader. Yeah, always. Uh, so let's see. The uh, ranger succeed in freeing Larago and his wife Yara, who undo the possession. Angered, Divatox sacrifices her nephew and successfully revives Malagor. But when she's when she does too, 
I was like, damn, this bitch is such a savage because she turns around. She's like, remind me to get another pet. Yeah. I'm like, damn, bitch, you crazy. Yeah, she has this weird little snake pet. We haven't yeah. seen it the whole time. But she throws it at her nephew mm-hmm. and that makes him fall into the pit. The rangers combine their turbo zords and form the turbo megazord to fight Malagor. Power bots roll out. <laughs> they defeat him as Divatox and Rygog flee. This is the first time they mention Rygog. He was the other sidekick. Yeah, I really like the bad guys like costuming. I like like his. he looks so, he's probably my favorite like costume out of anybody. He looks really like cool. Like his like volcano face and his like <laughs> Did he have the volcano face? Well, you know, it's like all broken up and like he, fiery, like lava. Lasers from his eyes. Pilots a lion-themed cat sword. Uh, anyway, they flee vowing vengeance. The rangers pick up Jason, Kimberly, Larago, Yara, Bulk, and Skull and return to Angel Grove. At the competition, Jason takes Rocky's place and they win the fight, earning the money to save the shelter. Yay! This part kind of bugged me. They, what? There's two teams of, uh, and they seem to all be fighting in like a battle royale kind of mm-hmm. thing. The rangers and, and their team are all dressed in white mm-hmm. and the other guys are all dressed in black and they quickly kick all their asses but those other guys are presumably also fighting for some charity and they're presenting them like they're bad guys <laughs> who we need to righteously defeat and I'm like they're just up there trying to get money for their charity too <laughs> I hope I assume that the second place people got some kind of money for their their charity because that's a little cold to just be like no fuck your food bank or whatever it is <laughs> you guys whatever suck. you're fighting for We're the you best. suck and so do your children your <laughs> foster kids that you're trying to right. raise money yeah. for yeah it could have been another kids <laughs> shelter just in the town next door who knows so i just thought that was a, a weird way <laughs> to raise money for charity i mean they do it on game shows all the time mm. but there is what do you mean? Like they, what do the, they like Celebrity Jeopardy? Mm-hmm. They're all playing for some charity. Oh, I see what you mean. Don't take home the money. Right, right, right. Charity. Okay. But they also guarantee, I think, a minimum to each person's charity. Mm. The winner just gets a, a bigger bonus. one. Yeah. Mm. But they're not like, uh, yeah. Fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> fuck your charity. <laughs> so last charity standing. <laughs> So, yeah, I hope the other cause got some money. Mm. So, uh, there you go. Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. I thought it was interesting they called it that rather than Power Rangers 2, but they wanted to, they were trying to promote the next season. Mm-hmm. So, and there wasn't really much. Oh, also, we didn't talk about this. Rita makes a guest appearance when. Um, the bad guy calls her and she's like, I need your advice. How do I defeat the Power Rangers? I don't remember that at all. What? <laughs> Did I fall asleep? I guess. Because she's like, ha, 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 the Power Rangers. Do you think if I knew how to defeat the Power Rangers, I'd be laying here listening to this? And she like puts the phone, which all the way, by the way, they're all landlines, which is right. hilarious. She like puts the phone to the, the other bad guy from the first movie and he's like, <laughs> like snoring. She's like, I have the only advice I have for you is 
run! And then she like hangs up. She's like, thanks for nothing. Which, and hangs up. Which bad guy? Was it Lord Zed or was it the goopy guy? It was the, yeah, Zed. Yeah, okay. Wow, I don't, I mean, I did watch part of it at work. Yeah, maybe on my, you. On my lunch. Maybe you missed so, that part. I might have missed it. But besides Kimberly and the Rita appearance, there wasn't much like continuity from yeah. the first movie. So what are you going to rate Turbo a Power Rangers movie? Um, I'm going to rate it a four. Wow. Because, you know, six-year-old me yeah. made my heart very happy. I'm giving it a one. <laughs> I believe it. It was a painful experience. I'm traumatized. Aww. I mean, I I had so much fun watching I, it. I did. Uh, I did enjoy Diva Talks. I'm sure you did. <laughs> and she was, um, she was giving a committed performance. Let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure if I would actually call it good, but she was committing. Yeah, for sure. She yeah, has man. really great Wicked Witch of the West laugh towards the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> her laugh was like, okay, bitch, get it. She was enjoyable. I'll say yeah. That. For many reasons. Mm-hmm. So next week's movie is oh, Turbo Power Rangers. Where can they watch that? YouTube. YouTube? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched it on YouTube. I'm Someone really... like uploaded it. Yeah. I think YouTube gives you the option to rent or buy it, but then you can just scroll it and... It was also unofficially on there. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's on all the, any of the real things. I think the other one was. Yeah, or, I don't think it after is. After we watched it, it showed up on real things. Uh, next week, we we're going to be watching Deep Rising, which is hard to find. You can... Well, I think you can rent it or buy it, but it wasn't streaming free anywhere. Uh, it stars that one guy Treat Williams, that guy from hair treat Williams <laughs> and Famke Jensen and some other people is held is the Gar- Godzilla in a few weeks the 98 Godzilla 98 is very soon Gargantua and also Godzilla the series Mighty Joe Young Dang, we're getting, we're getting in the good shit, y'all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, join us here next week for Deep Rising. Till then, I have been Precious D. And I have been Honey Bee. Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. And please don't misuse science. We won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. Yeah. All right, folks, we are here at Kaiju Go. We've been waiting for this for months, and I am talking with comic book illustrator and cover artist John Yurkeba. How are you doing, John? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, we appreciate you talking to us today. You have a trade paperback here just came out for Godzilla, Monsters, and Protectors, and you have the cover for that. Yes. How long have you been doing uh, comic book work? Uh, I have been literally drawing my whole life, doing illustrations and stuff professionally for about five years now. Um, even though it seems like I've just, I've never gone anywhere without a pencil in my hands, but probably the last couple years, uh, is when I've really gotten more into like professional comic book work. And that's for, uh, IDW? Yes. 
Have you worked for any other companies? Uh, no, every mostly through IDW as far as comics goes. I've mm -hmm. done some Ninja Turtles, some Transformers. Um, yeah, and uh, and then you know Godzilla as well. And then I've also done some stuff for uh, for Sony on uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, and which of those is your favorite? Oh man. <laughs> you can only like, you can only pick one, and we will drown the rest of them. Oh no, so, no! <laughs> so choose um, wisely. I mean, as far as comics, I, I gotta go with Godzilla. Yeah. I, I will always have a soft spot for Ghostbusters in my heart. That was like my first pop culture love. I've, I've been into that since before I can remember. But it, as far as comics, I, I love Godzilla and like that whole world of monsters and everything so much. It's got to be very exciting for you to get a chance to work on that character professionally. Yeah, and also it's a lot of pressure. Not like from from the fandom and stuff, sure, because you want to do right by the the fandom. You want to do right by the brand and and by Godzilla and everything. But my mom is a massive Godzilla fan, and literally, <laughs> like, I texted her when they offered me the gig, and I was like, "Mom, guess what? I'm gonna be doing Godzilla." And her response was literally like, "If you mess this up, I'll take your pencil away." <laughs> so, I I knew that more than anyone else, I had to please my mom in doing this and and she gave it her seal of approval so i get to draw another day Hell yeah! <laughs> i see you have a jet jaguar picture here yes is that the um singular point version it is like? it is i am both a massive jet jaguar fan and a massive singular point fan i love that oh. anime did it make any sense to you it did okay it did well, I, was having, me, I was struggling let I me had... clarify the science didn't make sense <laughs> but i to me i i love that it felt like they the story let you know like whether you understood the science or not for me it felt like it was just like as long as you know it's important as, and as long as you trust the characters understand it mm -hmm. then i felt like i could kind of go along for the ride i've often struggled with the um level of sense in anime <laughs> <laughs> but i did watch all of it so it must cool. have been something they were doing right yeah i, I mean it. i totally understand it's not for everyone i'm i'm in general a really big anime fan i've also i'm really into like mobile suit gundam and, and that kind of stuff so mm. it was it's cool to kind of see something i already loved with like anime and then something else like godzilla like whenever two things that i like start to like meld and join together it's like oh this is cool it feels like it's just for me you know <laughs> Are there any projects you're working on coming up that you're at liberty to talk about? Uh, nothing, nothing too exciting right now. Working on uh, commissions and doing some just fun personal projects. You know, Halloween's right around the corner, and I'm also <laughs> really into, like I said, Ghostbusters and horror movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be playing around with that. But you know, I, uh, I'm honestly just looking forward to the next time I get to play around with kaiju and and all that kind of stuff. I would love to to kind of spread even deeper into that kind of stuff because I also am a big fan of like Gridman and Ultraman and all that kind of thing. If there was a dream project, something you Ooh. could pick that you haven't worked Ooh, on, what would that be? Oh man, that I haven't worked on. Honestly, like my, I would love to do like a, a Ghostbusters comic where I got to write and draw it. Mm -hmm. I'd love to do uh, a Gundam story of some kind, writing or drawing, like the, with the stuff that I really love, I feel like I'm so just immersed in it. I'm like, look, I'll do whatever part of it you want me to. I'll do all of it if you want me to. Um, but staying in like the tokusatsu realm, just the big ones, Ultraman, Kamen Rider, Gridman, like mm -hmm. I, I love all that stuff. So any of those that I haven't done yet, I will mm -hmm. be more than happy to do. Okay. Well, you don't have to stay in that realm. I'm, you know, any of the Batman, Superman, Power Rangers. Oh, man. Superman's, Superman's high on the list. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for the characters that are just like 
incurably optimistic. Mm -hmm. Like they don't know how to say quit. Like right. they don't know how to quit. They don't know how to, you know, the, the shonen archetype where it's just like when it looks like they're going to lose or they're going to get beat, suddenly they remember all the people that love them, everything they're fighting for, and they're just like, no, I can't give up. <laughs> and they find this like inner well of strength where suddenly they're even more powerful than before. Like yes. I literally, I think I cry watching every episode of My Hero Academia. Like I love Deku so much. Like that kind of stuff is, I love Spider-Man. Like those kind of guys mm -hmm. where it's just like, they're just good dudes. They're just good people trying to do the right thing. And when they get pushed to their limit, they're just like, you know what? I'll find a new limit. All right. I appreciate that. I enjoy those kind of characters, too. The optimistic characters yeah. over the brooding, grumpy yeah, characters. And, and those can be fun. Like the Batman. Like, mm -hmm. I, I love Batman. And I thought that movie was incredible. It's very dark. It's very moody. But I thought it was really well done. And, and I can enjoy that kind of stuff. But literally, like... The, the optimistic stuff just makes my heart yeah. sore. Like, and I and I love that, you know, we've got a really great Superman show on the air with Superman and Lois. We've mm -hmm. got the new Superman cartoon, My Adventures with Superman, yeah. that is really good. And it feels like we're getting a little bit more of an injection of yeah. those kind of characters back into pop culture. We so were it feels good. just talking about how Superman lost two sets of parents on an entire planet. Yeah. And I don't see him brooding about it <laughs> yeah. all day long. And, it, and he still feels just like he has those moments where he's like, God, I wish I knew more about Krypton. He talks yeah. to his cousin who lived through it until she was a teenager. And he, you can see that he's like, I wish I knew more about that. I wish I had more of a connection. And then once he loses um, his dad on Earth, Jonathan, like, you know that that hurts him but none of it breaks him. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love, is like yeah. no matter what he goes through, he can be sad, he can feel hurt, he can be upset, but it doesn't break him. Well, we'll get to see him punch Godzilla soon. So yeah, that'll be fun. I'm very excited. Listen, <laughs> listen, if DC needs some covers, at least, like hit me up. I I would love to, well, we that would be a dream project. All of them listen to this show, surely. So. 100%, Jim Lee, <laughs> Jim Lee, I know you hear me right now. I did, I did actually meet him once. But. Oh, wow. But in Odessa, Texas. Oh, that's awesome. He, he was driving through. He was taking his son to college and apparently just stopping at comic shops along that's the way. so cool. So he just uh, tweeted out, we're going to be at the Hive Comics in Odessa, oh Texas in about an hour. That's insane. And somebody messaged me about it. I'm like, I'll be right over. And that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was totally random. but <laughs> I, I didn't get to meet him, but I got within like... It sounds really creepy. I got within 10 feet of him. <laughs> but this was like back in the day. This was like early to mid 2000s, maybe like 2004, before right. he was like running DC. Yeah, yeah. And I, like he had done like Batman Hush and that kind of stuff. So he was popular. Mm -hmm. But he was at uh, in Phoenix. There was a chain called Atomic Comics. And it was free comic book day. And I remember the line for him was so long, but I kind of was like behind the line looking over it. And I'm just like, look, I can see him. That's Jim Lee. He's so cool. So. I came across a line like that once, but there was a guy in front of me that had a sign saying, I am the last person in line. Oh, no. They had shut it down. Man. So I had to get back out of line. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, thank you very much for talking to us Absolutely. Today. It's my pleasure. And enjoy Kaiju Go. Will do. You do the same. You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacano folk rock punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.